fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Starting now? Now. I swear this is the start of the episode, Dave. So. The music's going. Hello, hello, hello. Over talking, my friends. And welcome to the episode of the Imaginary Movie Podcast. A podcast. Uh, where we do the same movie every single week, except it gets progressively worse. My name's David. I'm, what's that smell? Ross, did you do a poopy? <laughs> <laughs> My name's Sam, and... Uh... <sighs> <laughs> well, Sam's out. That's him, him for the episode. That's all I have to say. Hell. That's all I have to say. And I'm Ross, and I'm the one, you know, I'm going to go to bad for this movie. It, 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 it does what it needs, all right? Um, I, I'm struggling for a quote. I actually forgot about the quote, but, you know, pretend I said something <laughs> smart and funny. Pretend he said something funny, listener, because that's the next funny thing you'll be saying is that this is a good movie. This week, yeah. we watched, Hilarious. Uh, for reasons, in our back-to-back episode, because we watched Scream last week, uh, I can take full blame for this, but it's still kind of a more interesting movie than the one we were going to oh, do. We watched Scary Movie from the Year of Our Lord 2000. <laughs> That's right, from Y2K, from the millennium, 22 years ago. And boy, does it feel like 40 years ago. My <laughs> God, this movie. This is, the, like, I've not seen this before, or at least I'm very, very sure that I hadn't seen it before. Maybe it was on a friend's house at one point in the distant past and we've done uh we've done scream so we've you know we've 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 done a what is a basically a parody of a horror movie and now we are now we've just watched a parody of a parody of a horror movie and i don't think we could have watched anything more boring than this (laughs) i really i'm just i'm just I'm staggered by this movie. I think it's the worst thing we have ever watched. I, and that's a, whoa. That's a, yeah. I don't agree. Whoa. I think we should get into this, Sam, because I do want to hear more about this. Uh, I'm going to give the floor to Ross, though, because I know Ross is the polar opposite here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, first of all, I'm just f- so relieved that I forgot this was your pick, Dave, so like, <laughs> you get full <laughs> credit for It was this. my pick, Ross, but you liked it, yeah. and there's something yeah, more troubling about it, you liking it. Well... You know what I mean? Um, yep. Yeah, I did. Um, but, I, but the thing is, though, I, if I had watched That's right, you're on him right there. Now, you heard him. If this movie came out right now, then I'd be like, this is fucking trash. You know what I mean? This is bottom of the barrel, lowest common denominator. It's it's not funny. But you have to put on your fucking 2000s lens. And Sam, you know what? I'm going to call you out here. Because call you're out. quite you're quite guilty of this. And I've seen it with a couple of Star Trek uh, shenanigans where like if a movie does something but uh, and you know it's, and it's a sign of the times oh you know what got it like a fish crucify it if Star Trek does the same thing no well that's Star Trek that's you know that's, that's a movie of the times it, it's a completely fine and I think you're being unfair here this movie came out in 2000 right and we all know how bad 2000s movies are I think it's a it, it's a spoof movie as well. You know what I mean. It's not even trying to take itself seriously. <laughs> I think the jokes, whilst in today's climate, sure, bad taste, and they wouldn't fly now, and and rightfully so. But for the time, it was what was accepted. We can't judge, you know, things of the past by current standards. That's not fair. 
I think it was a decent movie. Apart from, like I said, the things that were that are currently in bad taste, I think it was a well done movie, and I think one of the good, best things about it was like the the sort of the physicality of the killer, and like that's a you know when he's in his mask for most of the time he's not speaking, but he's able he's got that physicality and he's still being humorous. I can talk more about that later. I think you're being unfair, Sam. The floor is yours. Well. Right. Well, here's, here, um, no, no. Here's a, here's a movie. Here's a here's a summary of this movie. A year after disposing of the body of a man they accidentally killed, a group of dumb teenagers are stalked by a bumbling serial killer. Now, you might think, isn't that the plot to I know what you did last summer? Yes, it is. That's exactly <laughs> the same thing. Like we are not do. The, 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 my problem, Ross, isn't necessarily the vulgar humour, which is, you know, like there's eh, dick jokes and that. But then we get a bit mean with a lot of other stuff. But it's not even that. There's nothing going on in this film. There is nothing. It's literally, almost in, in in certain cases, shot for shot, line for line, from the films it's supposed to be quote unquote parodying. A parody is to actually, you know, take the piss out of the movie a little bit to subvert the expectation of what. You, it doesn't do any of that. It's just the same. It's just it's just clips and scenes from movies with one or two slight little uh, twists on it. That's why I think this is not even a good spoof movie you know it's not even it's not even doing what it's trying to do and that's why i think this is just an utter abomination so i'm well, gonna respond to your first point hang on dave one second dave dave to, oh, oh, get fucked i'm gonna respond to your first point <laughs> where you say uh you know you, re- you read the, the the synopsis from imdb you know what fair enough that that could be i know it did last summer um i'm gonna point you to another movie we did that we all loved which was the naked gun Synopsis of that was, incompetent police detective Frank Drebin must foil an attempt to assassinate Queen Elizabeth. Now, you replace Queen Elizabeth with the president, and that could be Clint Eastwood in The Line of Fire. I think, again, you're being very unfair. That's a poor example. And, yeah, I just think, yeah, like some of the jokes about and I get, okay, you're saying it's not all about the debauchery and the rudeness, but you're just saying it's it's not well put together, and I disagree. I will say at at one point as well, I did think it ran a little bit long, but that's because a little we just bit? hang on. It, 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 to be fair, it's only it's ninety minutes, but we watched Scream. Yeah, we watched Scream the week before, so we knew exactly what points this was coming from because we had just watched the movie. It's parodying. Uh, so now, Dave, you can go. I would say I think we can throw the word parody out because I really don't think this is a parody. Well, this is a spoof. This is a spoof yeah. and this is a farce. Much more in the... and Sam, please don't argue with me because I will talk about how shit it is in a minute. This is much more in the same um, genre as Airplane, as The Naked Gun, like Ross mentioned. The difference being, I suppose, is this isn't as good. And the reason Airplane is good is because it takes a load of disaster movies and it makes a spoof of them, but without necessarily, like this movie does, taking like quite a lot of scenes verbatim from another movie the trouble with this movie is it's not let's take i know what you did last summer and let's take scream and let's take halloween and let's mash it all together and like make it a move you know make a movie making fun of these tropes and these things i think that the writing is a lot more simplistic of that is it's like let's take the movie scream and let's add a load of like absurdist uh stoner comedy to it and roll with that um naked gun as well like again it's taking that that you know that thriller genre and spoofing it but in a much more like organic way 
I kind of liked this movie. Um, liked, enjoyed. I enjoyed this movie, right? I laughed. There were some funny bits. But this is absolutely not a good movie. And it can, it can be both. It can be enjoyable and it can be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think right. Okay. Okay. So that's a that's a good middle line between me and Ross here. I think that's a that's a position of this isn't great, but also you appreciate what the film's trying to do. Now, my contention is that the film isn't trying to do anything. If only we had, <laughs> if only we had the absurdism of Airplane. If only we had the dialed up to eleven craziness of. Uh, uh, Mike, Mike Myers uh, Austin Powers Austin Powers if only we had the actual originality to to to, to that the, the they could display of a funny joke that's that's trying to do the the film doesn't have any of that it doesn't have any jokes it doesn't have any jokes it just has a series of scenelets with one or two points where they might introduce you know like for example the bit where they're all sat on the fountain chatting and one of the guys um, starts beating up Anna Faris. <laughs> <laughs> right. You see how you see how Sam hates comedy. You see how these fucking these Neanderthals laugh. I fucking Look love them. it. Because Sam's gonna describe it and you can you can hear the pause where me and Dave like you know, if this was a movie, you'd see like you know thought bubbles of me and Dave, like remembering that scene, and yeah. then I, we both giggled, and then I started laughing harder <laughs> because I heard Dave giggle, and then he started laughing. Now, now, right? Let's imagine we're let's imagine we're all idiots and we all appreciate this this joke is is fantastic golden humor. That's just absolutely just try, Ross. Try right. So that's fine, but the scene around it. There's almost nothing else going on. It's and 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 it, you're right, Ross. Because we've just watched Scream, we are very attuned to it. And I remember, I can remember the yeah. you know the, almost the yeah. lines of dialogue from Scream we watched last week. And the problem is, is that if you are, if you don't have anything else in your movie other than one or two small subversions, and you don't go for it because really it's not that it's not that. Uh, it's not that original joke to make you know, to think this guy really doesn't like this character, so she's gonna get you know pummeled by it. That's fine, whatever. There's nothing else going on, and all throughout the movie, all throughout these scenes where they're like trying to, uh, they're trying to reference all these other movies that have come, and it's you know for, uh, all all the all of the different ways that mm-hmm. the there's a parody or whatever else, just like Scream does, because Scream's doing the exact same thing, but it's doing it really cleverly. <clears throat> what you're left with is just wanting to watch the films that it's parodying. I was just like, oh yeah, true, true. I enjoyed yeah. watching Scream well, or that bit, the bit where they run over the guy and and they leave, you know, they think he's dead, and then the joke is actually he isn't dead. Wow, and they throw a bottle and uh, and then he and then he's dead, and you think, so I just why don't I just go watch those movies? Why why don't I just go watch those films and enjoy well, if, what they did better? If I, if I can offer maybe an attempt at an explanation, because you, you're raising some very valid points, Sam. But I come back to, because we, you know, we, we have liked other spoof movies, and, and you know the, the one I'll go to is Airplane or my favourite, Naked Gun. And I'm trying to think, well, what happened between then and Scary Movie? Because surely these spoof movies shouldn't have, should have gotten better by, <laughs> by our esteemed standards. Um, <laughs> and and, and what, the only thing I can think of is, 
you know, as the movie business sort of progressed, who was going to cinemas at the time? It wasn't adults anymore. It was young, horny teenagers. And this is the audience at the time. And this is why possibly Dave and I, I mean, we discussed in the previous episode how Sam was like a 40-year-old man in a 10-year-old's body when he was growing up. And he has been for 30 years. (laughs) Yeah, turning 40 next year again. And we have been... (laughs) And Dave, like, will have watched this. I, I think Dave actually said it's the first time he's watching this. But when, when I rewatch it, at least I'm watching it through the lens of having seen this before, having enjoyed it because, haha, boobies, haha, it's a joke about weed, haha, oh, penis joke, you know. So, so what, the point I'm getting, trying to get across is, yeah, by you know your standards, it could be poorly made, but I think we need to consider what the target audience is for that time. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the time the movie actually came out and like spoof movies since then have been really poor. Um, like there was one movie, uh, Meet the Spartans, and it's the only movie where I stood up and walked out of the cinema. <laughs> it's the only movie it's where I've done a, that. Spoof movies are a weird genre generally and I think like The Naked Gun, I think is the one we're going to keep coming back to is maybe like the, the, yeah. the peak of that and Airplane especially, but Naked Gun, uh, it's a movie we've done on the podcast before especially. Like, that's a good spoof, Ross. But I think this movie, and I think this is what Sam's sort of saying as well, it feels very half-baked from a script point of view. Now, I agree. I, re- I really like some of the comedy in this. Not because yeah. it's particularly clever. Not because it's um, particularly well executed. Uh, not because it's particularly subtle. Uh, it's not any of those things. But it's still funny. Um, but what they didn't do is they didn't maybe like do spend enough time writing a script for this movie and writing like a compelling story as well. The Naked Gun is compelling because the plot beats we go through are are so. Mhm. Mhm. And that's why I think that if you if we look at um spoof movies, if we look at other spoof movies. I mean, Naked Gun's a good one. I also I'm just, you know, having a, a quick look at things like Galaxy Quest, things like um, Johnny. Quest, isn't that one with Tim Allen? Yes, Star Trek parody. Star Trek parody, yeah. Things like um, Ross. It absolutely is. They wanted the Star it's, Trek. It's cast a initially. parody. I wouldn't call it a spoof. And those, it's are, a, that's, I, those are two distinctions. Like that movie, like was taking itself. It's a. It's a serious. A, as it's a, movie. a parody. I, I don't. But it's not a farce like this is. Yes, oh, right. So we could. So yeah. So, yeah, so the, yeah. I'll I'll agree that. I, I, but there's still what we're doing is we're taking a, we're taking a genre of movies, we're taking even specific movies, and we're reimagining them in a comedic way. That's that's the baseline that we're going for. Whether that's spoof or parody, or whatever. But also you've got things like and got, stretching out a little bit more like Johnny English. You know, yeah. we've got yeah. a genre of movie that we're taking and then we're we're really like messing with, and that's fine i enjoy a lot of these films i think it's really fun taking it a little bit further hot fuzz and Shaun of the dead are they spoof movies maybe we're, we're on the kind of line there in terms of like but what we're doing is we're adding something new we're adding something new to the recipe and that's where i think this movie i just don't get it and, I, and I, to be honest I'm, i'll stop making this point now because i'm just going to be repetitive and we should maybe go through a plot but i just think there's i, I don't get going through this film where there's a shred of originality and if i'm gonna if i'm gonna write a movie that's gonna take the piss out of something that i'm probably quite you know affectionate towards then i want to fill it 
gag for you know minute to minute with just endless endless jokes like a family guy episode just at, i mean family guy have done that they've done that with star wars they just endless endless jokes and i think to be fair to the movie it does do that in the first, the opening scene where it's you know we we get to see uh it's carmen electra isn't it um, yeah, whoever it is, the Drew, the Drew, uh, whoever it is, like you don't fucking know. Sam. <laughs> I, I don't know who it is. We get to see Drew Again, Barrymore. Sam's been fifty years old for forty-two years. Who they, who they call? I, I genuinely don't know who that is. Okay, I'm, you don't I'm know not who Carmen be... Electra is. No, I didn't know it was Carmen Electra. Is what I'm saying. The, the, the <laughs> yeah, he the knows point who Carmen of... Electra is. Yeah, I just didn't know that was. Yeah, it. he knows. He knows. Yeah, like the knows. joke that, that there are a couple of. There are a couple of good jokes in that bit. Like there's, there are, there are moments, but I think after about fifteen minutes, you know, once we've got through the opening part of the movie, it just gives up, and then we have, oh, then we just have the longest ninety minutes of my life, you know. And, I, and I'll be honest, guys, I was, I had this on, I put this on, started this off on the telly, moved it quite quickly to the laptop, and was playing video games the entire time. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna qualify that. Well, I think that's a fair comment. It's Sam. a slog. But let's maybe direct our conversation a bit more. Let's maybe talk through the plot of this, which is essentially, and I think this is the biggest flaw of this movie. Um, I will say, just bri- briefly, I don't think I'd seen this before. You were right, Ross. I had seen the second one and the third one, like, a lot. Same. Um, and the second one... I watched like, the I'm third not... one in the cinema. Yeah. Uh, oh we'll, we'll, we'll fucking circle back to that. Um, oh my God. The second one is like a Haunted Mansion movie. And the second one, I feel, is a much worse movie, but it's much more yeah. like... But it's going for what I think this movie should have been, which is taking like a general Haunted Mansion. It's not parodying a specific movie, but it's like spoofing the Haunted Mansion movie. And I think it therefore executes better that kind of thing. Just like the third one executes the the sort of like... Maybe... Oh, I don't remember much about that third one. It's The Ring in Aliens... Is it? It's the ring and signed, and honestly, the best one. Yeah, it's absolutely the best one. <laughs> the best one. But <laughs> Leslie Nielsen's in it. To be fair, I haven't seen it in a million years. But what I remember, and that's what disappointed me about this movie, especially watching it straight off the back of screen. I was expecting a kind of like a scream, like a reimagining of Scream with like maybe some different elements and like lots of maybe some homages, maybe some like shot for shot scenes where we maybe like make some jokes you know the fact that i will say the very end of this movie where it turns out um whichever wayne's brother it is and the boyfriend are um gay i think that makes loads more sense than the ending of scream made <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they i think that's one point where like that that this does succeed as a parody is that yes Things like that, which it does, where it shines a light on how silly, and he's like, it doesn't need to make any sense. It never makes any sense in these horror movies. And, like, I think that's one part where I was like, oh, actually, that that is actually saying something. But for the rest of the movie, like, the characters are called the same, you have the same names, like, all of the plot elements are the same, except they really fucking hate David Arquette. <laughs> oh, yeah. really Jesus. are going after david arquette in this let's movie. have let's have a segment of how offensive this movie is as well i don't want to pepper it throughout but we'll come to that <clears> in a minute you you know you, you are right dave right and there's another there's another example of where they actually do attempt to make a joke which is when they 
um it's Cindy, not Sydney, which is a little oh, twist. Yeah. And <laughs> and uh, whoever the other guy is, who cares? The boyfriend. He they're they're going to have sex, and because you know they she lies down and takes her trousers off, and, and the bats fly out, and then she's got like lots of hair, and and it's like, well, there's your joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. Like we have established, it's not that funny. But I and then we you know we get the we get the. The the bit when you know he uh, he uh, ejaculates and he's stuck to the ceiling. So again, that's <laughs> an attempt at jokes. Like we're trying to do something that's different, but there's so few there's so, there's so few examples of that. And your example of of the guys, um, you know, being being in love with each other, like that actually makes sense, and that would explain a lot of the motivation of the other characters. But let's go back to the point. We've seen Scream. We we don't want to watch this again. And when we screamed, Scream was ninety six. So we are. It's not even like we're parodying a a a a, a long standing like classic that has been. You know, it's not like we're, we're we're going back to the archives and we're picking a movie that everyone knows and loves. And we're gonna yeah, they have elements of other films in there, but this film's barely. You know, it's not even a decade old, and we're pulling out the parodies. And I just wonder. I wonder where that came from. I wonder why they decided to go on this movie uh, suspect, several years after it came out, but not long enough for it to be established. I suspect it got greenlit. The elevator pitch for this movie is like, let's make a spoof of because um, you know, uh, Scream was a wildly successful movie. I think we already might have had the second Scream by the time this movie came out. Uh, although I could be wrong there. Like, Scream was a massively popular movie, so the idea to, to sort of, like, spoof that, and I'm not going to use the word parody, because I think the word is spoof. You get the Wayans brothers, and they 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 excel at a certain kind of comedy, um, and this is it. Uh, but, like, they don't ever seem to have moved on from that script stage of, we're going to spoof um, Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer, and then they just used the script from Scream. I think there's too much of that. One or two <laughs> scenes, like I said, you could maybe get away with, like the scene at the end with the the kitchen. There's a lot of the same lines. Uh, maybe the first couple of scenes, like, but you kind of want if you're, especially if you're spoofing two movies, you kind of want to dip in and out of both of them. And for me, this movie doesn't succeed at that either, because, uh, like you said, there's too many scenes are verbatim the scene from Scream. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the plot just in a little bit more detail. I don't want to really, really go do a deep dive on this because I don't think any of us have got the energy. Uh, and Sam is aging before our eyes. Um, <laughs> Older than I was already. So, um, the first scene we get uh, is the um, the Drew the Drew Barrymore scene from Scream. Yeah, it's Drew Barrymore. Barrymore scene. Yeah. It's, just, it's, just, it's just exactly that, Drew. except the we get a couple of jokes Drew. about... Um, and this wasn't as good as obviously the drew barrymore scene but it kind of like sets out how this movie is going to be which is this is kind of like a if not shot for shot the sequence of events of where carmen electra is moving around this building the phone call and stuff a lot of the lines are very much the same um but it kind of sets out that this is going to be a movie that trades on making jokes that are kind of like not now perhaps like at you know boob implants now are maybe not like a really cutting edge like we can't make we we were, didn't this is a new thing to joke about in cinema you know <clears throat> but in 2000 perhaps him stabbing carmen electra in the chest and coming away and there's a massive 
breast implant on the knife really made me laugh. But I think that sets up that this film is going to trade on making these jokes, these kind of like edgy kind of like uh, taboo jokes that nowadays feels so tame. But in the year yeah. 2000 for a theatrically released movie, this is kind of saying doing something. And anyway, rebuttal from Sam. No, <clears throat> I think actually you're right. I don't think I don't think that's unreasonable when it decides to make a joke, which is not very often. Um, <laughs> like, but I I did I did notice it is like almost shot for shot. Uh, it's almost quite impressive, really, how close they managed to oh, get the scream. Good. Yeah, yeah. Even the house, the way she's walking around, closing the door, locking all the doors, and then she's hiding behind the telly when you know when they're on the phone. Uh, the the massive popcorn thing like there are attempts and again in the first 15 20 minutes i think yeah it's i was a bit i was much more engaged and then the, the movie kind of decided to drop all that until it, it slipped <clears> on the brakes a bit until later on because they had to like develop the plot of see, this but, other movie that you're supposed to have seen anyway <laughs> otherwise see, this I, film doesn't make any sense i don't disagree with you or, or blame you too much sam because you, you mentioned there <laughs> blame. About, like, <laughs> you don't blame bit. sam for this movie <laughs> as well how I dare you for a lot of things um <laughs> um but uh, like you mentioned like the popcorn thing bit and you know obviously the joke there is like you know in the original movie she was cooking popcorn and in scary movie she's also cooking popcorn but then like it does like a cut back to the popcorn as she's getting slaughtered and it's just getting bigger and bigger to this comically yeah. massive <laughs> Huge. popcorn container, you know, filled with popcorn. And and that sort of clicked with me because, <coughs> and that for me was one of the things that, again, going back to, you know, the sort of the staple ones, that sort of, to me, was the naked gunness of this movie. You know, the silliness and, you know, like, you know the, the absurdity. The farce. Um, yeah, the farce, yeah, yeah, thank you. And, you know, one of the other bits were for, and this, you know, it's it's sort of, you know, with, with, I don't want to pat it on the back too much at the risk of Sam breaking my arm. But, like, the next point of that for me, like, where it was on the money in terms of, uh, like, seeing how things are, was uh, that scene. And, Dave, you texted about it when, you know, the, it's the next day at school and all the news crews are there and you've got, you know, the regular news crew, Gail Weatherstorm or whatever her name is. you got the, the Gail Hailstorm. And then you have, and then you have, like, you know, uh, the, the, the black news channel. And he's like, well, you know, reporting to you live from Black TV. White folks are dead. We're getting the fuck out of here. And, it was just, <laughs> and they peel off in the van. And you're like, that, that is spot on. And there well, are so few moments. I think what? this is something the Wayans brothers are really good at. Like, as black people, like, they, yeah. they, they, they make these jokes. And it's pointed. And the reason that's mm. funny is because there's, there's truth in that. And obviously, yes, us, yes. at the other side of Black Lives Matter... Like, yeah. yeah, of course the police are shooting black people for absolutely no reason. And if yeah. white people are being killed, black people should absolutely get out of the way. And that was even truer in the year 2000. So that absolutely. really did get me as like a, a funny but also very true line. But the joke is, the joke is in horror movies, uh, black characters get killed first early on. Like they, yes. they're the ones yes. who die because that's because, you know, like that's how. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's a funny joke. Yeah. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I'm not saying there isn't moments that are funny. <laughs> I'm actually funny. agreeing with you here, Sam, what, because what I'm saying is because those moments have a certain, uh, you know, in, intelligence to it and it is a bit clever. Um, but mm-hmm. those, you know, and the rest is basically, you know, references to specific scenes in the movie where, you know, a, a silly occurrence happens. But these, there's, there's, there's so few of those original farcical moments that made me laugh, at least. Yes, and that's why I find this so 
tiring is because your expectation is raised really, really high in the first few minutes. You think, okay, we're going to get a really, really, uh, we're going to get a, 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 we're going to get a spoof movie. We're going to get the type of movie like Austin Powers, like uh, yeah. Leslie Nielsen films, that's going to actually give us. Now, interestingly, the writers of this, Jason Fr- uh, Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer. Uh, two food-related names. Yeah, I know. It's funny, isn't it? So they did, they did, uh, they did Spy Hard, which is a Leslie Nielsen starring movie. So it's a, it's it's like it's like a parody of again, it's a parody yeah. of the parody that he that we he can go to deeper. Like exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> so that so that's a that's a eighteen million dollar budget, twenty six million dollar gross. Fantastic. Then they made nineteen million dollar scary movie, which made two hundred and seventy eight million. <laughs> and spawned a five movie franchise, the last yeah. of which was made Cinematic in two thousand and thirteen. So, yeah, so, amazing. And that, so, oh, and two, seconds, two seconds, two they, seconds, two they seconds, two seconds. They had it tailored to their audience. Go on, Sam. Oh no, don't you just you wait, just you um, wait. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing because who you ask. Uh, d- wrote let me just list them out here date movie, epic movie meet the Spartans, disaster movie vampire suck, the starving games uh, the starving then, games I've not even heard of that <laughs> and then we've got uh, also two on no no, oh, no it, is a, it is a spoof sorry we've also got best night ever which is a hangover spoof and then we've got super fast which is a uh, spoof of the Fast, Fast and, and Furious. Furious. Let me yeah. just let me just in order read out the Rotten Tomatoes scores for this. I, I, actually, hang on. Can we play a game before you go to the Rotten Tomatoes scores, or go you on. do the scores first? But afterwards, can we play a game where we try and guess the movie it's spoofing? Okay, okay, we'll do it. That's, this is great, right? So, Spy yeah. Hard, we know that one. That's that's Leslie Nielsen. Yep. Scary movie, date movie. Oh, uh, date movie. Two thousand. I've seen this movie. It's it's parodying Hitch. Hitch. Uh, Hutch? The movie. Y- Hitch. Yes. Yeah. Hitch. Meet the fuckers. Legally Blonde. Bridget Jones' Diary. So basically, wow. it's a romantic comedy. Yes. Yeah. So well done, movie, Dave. Ross, you get a point. Where, yeah. Who's who's the star of that, Sam? Who's the quote unquote star? Um. um victim. <laughs> victim. <laughs> Alison Hannigan, Adam Alison Campbell, Hannigan. Sophie Monk. There's a scene in this. It's the scene, and it sticks in my mind so well. Alison Hannigan puts her motorcycle helmet on and gets on her motorcycle. It cuts away. It cuts back. It's a six foot five black man wearing the same dress. <laughs> <laughs> and she dri- and drives off. Arrives at the next place. Gets off the motorcycle, and it cuts again. And it's Alison Hannigan. And for some reason, <laughs> that has stayed in my brain, and I don't know why so much. I think it's because that's the joke, but they really nail the timing of it. Sorry, they do right. Okay, so next one. Let's uh, let's just bring up a little bit of music here. Oh, Sam, okay. nicely done. So let's let's <laughs> let's um, let's go like for the next one. Give, so like we shout her name first yeah. to get to, to guess. Yeah. So epic movie. Honk. <laughs> huh? Honk. 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 This is oh, this parodies uh, like Lord of the Rings. It's like a, like a questing movie. Okay, I need what I need. Guess one of them. No, no. What I need, it, it, they do list the movies. I need one of the movies. Isn't Lord of the Rings not not one of the movies? No, it's not. 
Go, go switching to Ross. Come What's Ross. the year? What's the year? Can you give us that? Can you give us a clue? 2007. Epic movie. I've seen this movie. Um, I fucking yeah, that's Super the name Rad? of the movie. No, no. Next, back to Dave. Epic movie, epic movie. Who stars it? Who stars in it? Tell me the star. Cal Penn, Adam Campbell again. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge. Can you give us the course. stars of the movies? There's <laughs> No, I can't. All right, right, last um, chance, and then we're moving on. Give us the answer, Sam. We haven't guessed it. Yeah. It's uh, references Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, The Witch in the Wardrobe, Harry Potter, Charlie Shot, The Factory, Pirates of the Caribbean, and X Men. Wow. Oh, fuck! It's... Fuck, I knew I think... that! <laughs> I think it's supposed to be like a big, you know, like big Hollywood. Carmen Electra yeah. plays Mystique. Ah, uh, right. yeah, okay, of course. Why have we seen Moving all these on. Movies? Next. Moving on, and, and what, I'd all, what I'd like to guess is the... No, I'll just tell you. So, date movie, 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. Epic movie, 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. Meet the Spartans, obviously an easy one. But uh, Ross, go 300. Ross, well done. <laughs> Fuck off, Ross. Well done. You're not getting well done. <laughs> I definitely am. Uh, that's got a grand total of 2%. Um, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well deserved. Disaster movie. Pretty obvious. Ross, but name, um, name, give uh, give me the movie tomorrow. names. Mm-hmm. You said disaster. Death to tomorrow. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Yep. Okay. That's fine. And that's got a grand total of one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Fucking hell, guys. So the, the the next two are easy. Vampires suck and the Starving Games. But um, Twilight and the Hunger Games. I can't believe yeah, the Hunger Games just... parody is titled the Starvation Games. I'm like, isn't that just the Hunger Games? Like, the Hunger isn't Games. that the fucking yeah. point? And I'm just gonna, we're just gonna finish this little segment with four percent, zero percent for the Starving Games. And zero percent. Yeah. Yeah. But who's paying for this? But we have got worldwide gross: twenty-six million, two hundred seventy-eight million, eighty-four, eighty-six, eighty-four, thirty-four, eighty for Vampire Suck, three million for Starving Games. So it's gone downhill from there. God. Best Night Ever has got two hundred eighty-nine. <laughs> Thousand dollars, gross. So it's two hundred eighty-nine thousand. Thousand. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it's weird to do spoofs of like, like I know you're gonna hit me saying calling The Hangover a comedy movie, but it's weird to do spoofs of movies that are supposed to be comedies. You know, like I think I that- feel like I feel like I'm alone here. No, does that not? You've sound seen quite. No, you've well, seen quite a lot of these be, movies but, as well, Ross, haven't you? Like you've just made my point, but, Ross, for me. The whole okay. point of these spoof oh. movies, and I think they take it from Scary Movie, or maybe Scary Movie 2, I should say, because this Scary Movie is such a a dyed-in-the-wool Scream remake. Like, it's not... Yeah. You know, it's not a spoof like Epic Movies are spoof because they kind of wander from one film into the next and, you know, um, Meet the Spartans, I suppose, is a bit less so, but, like, Disaster Movie as well. They just kind of wander from one, like spoof bit to the next spoof bit but they're kind of changing movies all the time and it's a lot more irreverent a lot more silly a lot less coherent maybe um but like mm. obviously they're making fucking money and hollywood knows one thing and it's putting back good money after bad bad money after yeah. good do the exact you, same thing as last time <laughs> yeah find the drugs track the suppliers now so that's but we're not reviewing those movies what we're reviewing is this film and the reason that those movies exist is because this film was a success. Like we, from a 19 million yeah. budget to get yeah. 270 yeah. odd million is yeah. a, a, an astounding feat. 
I mean, well, and then, and then when you think about just the total lack of originality. Now, uh, I've mentioned it already. American Dad, uh, sorry, Family Guy, and American Dad. But these are these are things that I think are TV shows that are probably the best like referential TV shows ever yeah. made. You know, yeah. we have just constant peppered references to 80s movies to you know the simpsons even did it to a lesser extent a bit less overt but that was all about you know stuff from the 60s and so so all of these things are just constantly rolling up now i what what frustrates me is that when we see how good american dad is when we see how good these these referential cartoons are at parodying tv shows and movies i just can't believe that they couldn't channel some of that into this film now i know they came out around the same time but it just shows that there's already a trend towards this like postmodern type of you know uh, uh humor and yet throughout the whole movie we don't really get much of that we just get the occasional bit i mean like there's you know there's some there's some parts where uh, as we discussed it, it it works but most of the time it's kind of gross out humor which again is very on point or and this is where we're going to talk about it just how fucking offensive this film is like <laughs> jesus to god now you were joking dave as we watched it you were like can i where's can the where hold on you were saying where's the trans joke where is it where <laughs> is it movie because it's because it's gonna happen you know because what? this movie Do you know what sam and i thought I and i thought dave fucking i flinched i actually <laughs> physically flinched i wasn't like oh that's a bit yeah. rough i physically went oh like when that happened because I was expecting it but the film had gone on for so it's long without so... having it and there'd been opportunities yeah. for it that <sighs> I kind of thought I was free I thought I was free and clear and I would watch Before... a movie from the year 2000 and there wouldn't be a horrendous heinous unnecessary trans joke in it be- before we rip this movie apart further can I can I just interrupt a little bit can I can I <laughs> oh, here we go excerpts? here we go Ross is going to literally defend the indefensible no I'm, I, I, no I'm not no I'm not no I'm not but I I was I was down through this all day because when uh, what I want to do is I want to, I want to read a little bit from our WhatsApp chat chat when Dave was re- when Dave was watching. Oh, we're going back today. to the records, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Dave started messaging us like he was live tweeting, <laughs> like like he's at the movies or something, and I was fucking loving it. So I asked Dave to keep doing it. So here we go. Um, uh, let's see. All right, scary movie. Ha ha! Fart humor. Minute one. <laughs> ha ha! <laughs> Blowjob, 4 minutes 39. Haha, <laughs> ha, that opening lacks the classic nature of Scream. I laughed at the implant. <laughs> the sprinkler bit. Fuck Anna Faris was young once. Haha, <laughs> ha, masturbated with the crucifix. Shannon Elizabeth had like two good, really good years. <laughs> Report for Black TV. White folk are dead, we're getting the fuck out of here. The joke rate is mad. Not loads of them landing. <laughs> Marlon Wayans doesn't do it for me. This is the kind of humour that's hilarious if you're 13 or off your face. <laughs> I'm flabbergasted there hasn't been a trans joke yet. <laughs> this is minutes in the movie. Now, the problem is, is that, uh, it, that it does happen. It does. And the bigger problem is that it's not even the most offensive joke. I mean, the officer Doofy is just like... It's, I just can't. It feels just, like, actually. Do you know what it is? It, you do you know, know what it is? It's offensive because 
we're using the R word in this movie as well because we that was a thing that we could do in the year two thousand. That not we shouldn't mm-hmm. have done, but it was a thing that was societally yeah. like we had yeah, me, yeah. myself and Irene. Like what year was that? Someone uh, someone in the in the records room looked that up for me. But like it was okay to be like quite clearly yep. making fun yep. of people with <clears throat> developmental problems. And like Officer Doofy. So number one, that's not mm. okay. Number two, it feels really pointed in that these guys are really out to get uh, David Arquette, uh, who plays <laughs> essentially this character in Scream. And I don't know why I couldn't find who? any trivia on if they have beef with Arquette or no, what. No, no, because in Scream, in Scream, he's really pathetic, actually, he's as well, isn't he? He's goofy like, in Scream. He's a he's, bit like... He's, he's oddly pathetic in Scream. We didn't actually talk about this, but it is something that really sticks out to me. This, the bit where he like has the mask in Scream and he gets scared. And then they do the exact same joke in this movie and do not adjust it at all. Uh, well, uh, hold on, hold on. Let's that, be that, accurate that, here because Rossi, two seconds, you know you want to two seconds. Defend this joke in this two in this seconds. Podcast, stop a second because yes, exactly. But also because throughout the film, uh, a scream. This is he does st- he does kind of stick out. That's fine. But the problem is is that they're not taking the piss out of David Arquette in this. They are. Re- in really specific and detailed and like punching down in the most egregious manner possible like the bit where he's drooling everywhere and oh yeah. he shits himself and i'm just like like there's no there's it's not a not joke necessary there. is it it's not, it's not a joke the movie. yeah and i'm not saying that you even in 2000s if you really hate disabled people you could <laughs> you could still find that funny i'm saying that there isn't <laughs> that's a prerequisite we all hated yikes. disabled people in the year 2000 that's, that's, apparently that's a sunbite <laughs> there isn't a joke like there is no you know basics of a joke set up a punchline there's nothing there's nothing they're not even trying what they're doing is just going to the lowest lowest form of uh that people with development delays Kindrel, and you're like, well, great, fantastic. Now, that's an offensive example of that, but there's also loads of other just yeah. regular crap jokes or, or uh, crap attempts at jokes that that don't land in the same way. I mean, it's also, I mean, I know obviously there are there there, there are kind of uh, people with with who who are maybe in the position to make jokes about this type of stuff, but the bit where they're in the cinema and they're stabbing the girl and she's basically getting blamed for being the loud black woman in every single cinema in America, apparently. And they're like, this is for this film and this is for this film and this is for this film. You're like, oh, okay, it's a bit... It's notably okay, I mean, all old white people who are stabbing her as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, all right. All right, movie. We get the joke. Yeah. We get... You know what? And I'm this ashamed is where... to say as well. That went right over my head. Like I didn't even, I didn't yeah. even think about that. I'm like, oh, well, because shit. it's not, it's not the racism. worst one, but, but a little bit of racism just peppered on top of this yeah. absolute steaming fucking. And so that's where, to me, right? To me, this this movie just gets pushed entirely into the irredeemable. This is like those fucking blackface movies from the fifties and sixties that we need to lock away or that we need to put on, we need to put warnings at the start to say this film was made in a time when culturally you know where sensitivity was uh, vastly reduced from what it is now like we need to we need to be looking at these movies and saying nah like we're done that's 20 years ago which i, I don't doesn't sound like much 
Do you know really? what I really? Do you know what I really hate? When Sam makes a good point, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Now I got to walk something back. Um, I don't know. Again, it's it. No, it's, because up to the no, no, no. What, what I'm saying is, I'm, yeah. I'm not a, like I'm not You're ashamed right. of myself. But what I'm saying is, having because I what like I said earlier, because I've watched it through the lens of being an idiot teenager, and I'm just reliving that. That those sort of moments for me just like I said went over my head because there's another moment earlier in the movie where that same character and her brother are getting off the bus and he says something like oh your mother and she was like that you know and that's your mother too and he goes oh then your father's stupid she goes oh I don't know him and I was like oh and just when you talk about that Sam that went into my mind it's like oh there's there's another one you know there's another example it's like ah oh, shit yeah yeah all right yeah and yeah. again this was written you know this is written by I'm going to presume that. The Wayans, Jason wasn't it? Friedman and it was, um, it was made by way of the Wayans brothers, right? They think, yeah, right. but they it's, it was written by them, so I presume they're two white guys. I'm gonna make a, <laughs> a, good, a guess on that, <laughs> yeah, because it's Hollywood. But but this is, but again, I'm well, happy just maybe cons- maybe perpetuating quite harmful stereotypes, um, punching down, way. and I'm happy to mm. put that in a box, right? Because mm. we don't need to, uh, you know, just from a critical point, we don't need to just that's it, we're done, we're not going to talk about the rest of it. I'm happy to put that in a box, but I just think it's so detrimental to this film. In the same way that, you know, like, <sighs> carry-on movies have not aged well. <laughs> yes, no. that's interesting, formative oh, God. comedy. Oh, God. But, <laughs> but they haven't aged well, and we shouldn't. No. Really, like, we, it's okay just to say, well, we're just going to leave that there. That's okay in the past. And This happens, so and we don't need to talk about, about it. Talking about the really objectionable stuff, obviously there is a trans joke in this movie, which is that... The gym teacher, uh, Miss Man. Um, again, there's nothing subtle, there's <laughs> nothing subtle about this movie. You caught absolutely, me unawares there, Dave. You absolutely nothing subtle about this movie. Uh, the, and, tr- do you know what? Do you know what the worst thing is? Is that I watched this scene, Miss Man goes into the office. It hadn't even occurred to me that this would be the trans joke because it was so... It was there. The joke... You know, do you know what I mean? Like... And again, Sam, to Sam's point, this isn't even a joke. She just stands up and a pair of testicles fall out of her shorts. Like, that's not a joke. It's not like a... It's not... This one isn't necessarily punching down in the same way that the the black stuff is and the the, the disability stuff is. Because there's no joke. There's no commentary on that other than, look, it's a pair of testicles that you weren't expecting. And I suppose from a filmmaking point of view, that works because I wasn't expecting it and it made me flinch. I was going to say, like, you could look at this from a purely, like, naive standpoint and just laugh at, ah, it's a pair of balls. Balls are funny. But it's, and I think that but is again, the joke. I think I yes, generously yeah. assume that's the joke because it doesn't go anywhere else. We never see this character again. Because <laughs> testicles look terrible, plot. right? Well, the joke, they look the, the, awful. The references to the character look in horrible. Scream, who is a you know more less feminine looking woman in 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 uh, the coach and scream like so there is like oh i didn't know that uh, i didn't pick up re- on that either i don't remember a coach yeah, well if yeah if you go back and watch it she's not like so so i'm glad again, you said fine. that sam because i i'm gonna interrupt it very very quickly i'm glad because i was actually gonna ask is this scene a reference to any particular movie because uh, you know wh- while i'm saying this sam you you can sort of look it up in, in the background on youtube but when you watch this scene, I only noticed on this play, uh, watch through, but when you watch it uh, and the camera is sort of side on from the, the gym teacher, they have a bunch of like severed hands or mannequin hands mounted on the wall. Like, and there's no, there's no, never is any attention brought to them. 
And I didn't know if that was a reference from any movie, you know, something like, you know, Silence of the Lambs or something like that, uh, with that sort of kind of tonal shift. But I didn't know if that was like a reference or or what. I didn't pick up on mm. anything, but I'm by no, no means like a horror expert, um, apart from how much horror this scene gave me. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, let's let's also talk about the whole the whole gay plot that runs to it because two thousands we are terrified of gay people. My God, and uh, this this character who's you know who's spending all of his time just I'll be honest again. Like... I spent I spent a lot of this movie laughing and then being ashamed of myself. Um, yeah, those are the two. That was one of the emotions. best messages, Dave. Like during WhatsApp, haha, this happened. God, I'm ashamed. <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> Genuinely, and you mentioned Ross that this is a movie from our childhood, basically, and like, it's very difficult to sit down in front of this kind of movie and watch it and not be transported back to a certain extent. And that doesn't excuse the fact I was laughing at this. Like, but some of the bits are funny, but like the locker room scene again. I think because perhaps in comparison to again the disability stuff, it's not handled in a particularly um, aggressive or like um, what's the word negative sense. Mostly. It's not as egregious as the other jokes. No, no. What, what I mean is, yeah. is, 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 it's not as negative, really. It's not like being gay. It's wrong. It's more that this guy refuses to admit that he's gay when he very, so very clearly is. And yeah. And I'm not making excuses for this film. I still don't think it's like a perfect way to handle this. And obviously, there's a reason we don't see these jokes in movies anymore. But. It did make me laugh in the locker room where he's slapping everyone's ass, and he's like the last guy. He's like, "Nice ass." I mean, like you said, you know, I don't know if we're in a position to comment whether or not that's okay, but yeah, I did find those things sort of humorous. Um, the lesson, the, the the rule is: are they punching down? And probably. nine times out of ten in this movie, they are, and that's the that's where you think, well, there you go, fuck you, movie, just try harder because it's funny, you know, there's jokes to be made about people being gay. There's jokes to be made about people being straight. We can make jokes about these things. There's nothing wrong with that. The difference is, is if you are using your platform to punch down to mm. people who are already marginalised, who already have to deal with loads of shit all the time. That's the point of where, like, well, movie, you're thick as shit, and this is a thick as shit movie. Now, even you guys with your, and I, I'm just, I'm joking. Wow, it, it, it come out as like that. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Even you fucking degenerates. <laughs> Must, Fair. Uh, Don't laugh at that, like, Dave. Don't let, let him let him I'm let not, him nervous laugh himself out. <laughs> There's just this is a thick as shit movie. This is a movie that's just it, it, and, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with shitty movies. Now, to 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 close us out, I think we need to bring back the magnum opus. The, the the very the very start the very core the very essence of Dave's and contribution this movie to this podcast is dripping. It's ugh, ugh, the uh, just gonna say oh no complication oh, no. of comedy because Dave you need a better title for that but it's very accurate because this is it's... this is this is the movement let's just summarize it from oh, comedies being the naked gun which yeah it has like you know some boobs in it but there really are sexual it's about jokes gags. yeah. It's about gags, it's about jokes, it's about setup and punchline, all this stuff, to gross out, to there isn't any jokes. Basically, what we're left with is just people shouting. Fast forward eight years to the epitome for this, uh, which is The Hangover, a movie about nothing other than <laughs> arseholes. 
and there are no jokes in that film. It's literally just p- arseholes being arseholes and everyone this laughing. This is not at your platform to attack The Hangover. We will save that for when we invariably yeah. watch but that movie. What I'm going to suggest to you, Dave, is that this is an, a, a real starting point. This is like probably the the, the well, top grossing movie this is, this sort at of the film, beginning. This sort of, of this trend film that trades on like making more taboo jokes being edgier this is a sort of film and i'm not saying this film specifically but this is a sort of film that usually paves the way for things becoming like a lot more desensitized in the media now to look at a program like south park that is a program which was known and definitely isn't still was known for like saying and doing things that like anything else on tv could not say and do um you know being edgy saying the taboo thing like the you know tom cruise in the closet episode like you know borderline like libelous things that they say and this movie is kind of like in that same vein of like as a movie it's not very good and i really don't think actually there's much in this that is original but it takes a general trend the trend in the something about mary in american pie the trend there is that do you know what's really fucking funny guys do you know what's really really funny jizz not just talking about it <laughs> not just talking about it seeing it ejaculate in a movie is really really funny we cannot get enough of it so american pie we have a bit we have the stream flying i think like the whole thing with the socks jokes uh there's something about mary we have the uh, the cameron diaz jizz hair gel obviously again <laughs> physically seeing it imagining that on her hand and she's like oh what's this it's hair gel fine lovely um and this movie takes that and kind of runs with it and we get the uh the jizz plosion um <laughs> Which happens in the sec- the sex scene at the end with Anna Faris and, and this other guy, where she is literally plastered to the ceiling uh, with jizz. It's like the Hancock scene, but with more jizz. Do you know what I mean? Ten years later, we are making this joke in a fucking, like, Will Smith Will starring Smith superhero family. film. That's how desensitized we have become to this. But in 2000, in 99, in 97, when The Summer of Mary came out, like... These jokes, it kind of like, it was edgy. It was kind of like, this might get you talked about. This might get the church, you know, um, protesting outside your film. This is going to generate a bit of buzz. This is going to be something that's like, is it okay? Is it not okay? Whereas now, in the year 2022, fucking jizz everywhere. Every TV program you can name, there's jizz all over the place. But like... <laughs> in the opening credits. <laughs> exactly. But now, but uh, sorry, in 2000, like, this is kind of on that wave. It's on... The, that wave of jizz. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Please, Dave, you should have been a writer because that's Pulitzer material right there. <laughs> the Definitely wave of jizz. Ex- I have to put an explicit yeah. tag on this. I can't. I can't Who's wait jizz, to go to, <laughs> go to your book <laughs> signing. Kids, some kids are listening from to the our esteemed podcast. author of Comification of Comedy comes the next bestseller. Comes the wave you need, of jizz. You, you need you you need a better title, Dave. I, I really I think you just and, and I know how accurate it is. I know it's specifically. I know that jizz is absolutely essential to this how about, theory. How about but, the what, what I need, Sam? What I need to know is logical material and film. Say again. How about the the the, uh, the nature of spermological material in film? Doesn't have the same uh, bite. Still got- it doesn't, but I think well, we can workshop this. We yeah. can workshop this. But, but I think at least I know the title of the how Dave's going to finish out the trilogy. 
Go on. Oof. Well, no, that was it. Jesus. Oh right. <laughs> Lead <laughs> balloon. So you had. A, I, thought, yeah, I thought. I thought Ross, just like this movie, you had a fucking punchline. <laughs> but no, <laughs> you didn't. Look, you I could decided to listen, fucking who is this Weetabix today? I think just like this. I think we have. We movie. have. We have talked about this movie enough. Before we go, I'm going to skip you for a second, Sam. I'm going to go right back, Ross. Tell me some uh, one thing, one joke, one funny scene in this movie that you really liked that you don't think is attacking anyone directly that really got you. What was the biggest laugh of this movie for you? You know, it was really good. Um, there, there's a scene near, near, near uh, it's about you know, maybe two thirds of the way through and the killer is chasing Anna Faris and she goes upstairs and she throws like some shoes at him or something, throws a bicycle at him, she's halfway up the stairs, grabs her grandmother, <laughs> chucks her down the stairs. <laughs> And then she and then pushes to the, the piano the... after her. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing about that is, right, because you've had this escalation of farcical sort of happenings, you know, bike, grandmother, and then finally stairs. And all the while this is happening, you know, the, the, the killer sort of bundles over the bike, grabs the grandmother and fucking chucks her again behind him. And then when the piano's coming down, there's two l- lovely bits. And that's where the killer... Like turns right around on his heel, and he's this is what I mean. He was like his physicality is breaking because he's overextending his arms to get down the stairs, like like he's running like horse gump <laughs> down the stairs, and he's got the long sleeves of the rope, so that's flapping up and down as well. He manages to evade the piano, and then the grandmother <laughs> manages to get back up, and the piano just smacks her <laughs> fucking face. You know. I really agree. I think it's the funniest moment in the entire movie. It was just, so good. Do you know what it is, Ross? Because it's a well-constructed joke. It's like, right, the first thing, she throws a vase or something down the stairs. That's yeah. you know something she might throw. And then it steadily gets sillier and sillier and sillier, capped off by the yeah. piano hitting the grandmother. Um, Sam, did you find anything in this movie funny? No, I think there's a joke. There's a joke at the start where um, uh, Carmen Electra says, the, the, the guy on the phone says, I want to see your insides. And she says, oh, yeah. Go to page 54. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. I that think that's good. a funny joke. I also like I, the. Um, and, 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 and it's the. St- go on. I also like the sprinkler scene uh, where she's running and the sprinklers come Runs on and suddenly she starts doing <laughs> the Baywatch run. And that's not a joke. The, and she get, the, the killer catches her up. That's funny. That's funny, Sam. You know what? And that scene, and I'm going to jump in again. And that scene again, and the, you know, you, you see a little more of the of the classical spoofness of it because you know when he's chasing Carmen Electra, and Carmen Electra manages to get out of the house, and then there's two road signs, you know, death and safety, you know, and, she, and <laughs> there's that th- that sort of thing like, oh, which way do I p- take? And then runs t- towards death. And they had so many good ideas at the start of the, the first yes. fifteen minutes. They yeah. had so much, and then it just turned into a just trudge a funeral fucking oh god just, <laughs> just glad we don't have to we're never doing scream 2 I, a scary movie 2 I don't care I don't care you can fucking eject me from the podcast I will hang up my headphones <laughs> no, before guys, having let's that. do scream 5 from 2013 oh good lord <laughs> uh, you will be begging for scream 2 by the end of that buddy <laughs> I'll be begging I'll be begging they were begging for the end please anything <laughs> so I will say, like, 
This is a movie if you revisit, if it's a it's a family favourite. I have an anecdote to share actually for the end of the family season. favourite. I have an anecdote. It just occurred to me. It's, I, I meant I meant to say this way earlier. Please don't watch. Please don't let your family watch this. Well, Please well, don't let your well. Watch hear me this. out here because this is fucking hilarious. So, um, my brother James used to go and stay with a, an old family member, uh, my great auntie Mavis. Uh, when I was a child, she was in her nineties. Uh, she worked at Bletchley Park during the war. She was so old. Um, <laughs> And my brother James got along very well with her. She, her kids had grown up and moved away. So on weekends, sometimes James would go and stay with her on a Saturday. Uh, and they would usually like rent a movie because she was very old fashioned like that. They would go and they would rent uh, a VHS or a DVD. And one oh, weekend, no. and James must have been 10, 10 years old. For some reason, for some reason, they rented this movie. And they watched. Four <laughs> year old great aunt who has been dead for twenty years or for, sorry, fifteen years or whatever. They rent the and my ten year old brother huh? <laughs> didn't kill her. It did not. She was a very worldly woman and I imagine she took it in her stride. Um but I've never been quite able to shake that Good mental image of like how my brother could have explained to my great auntie Mavis exactly what and why how old was, was he then? He movie. he must have been on how old was he? Ten. He must have been older than ten. He might have been thirteen or fourteen. Old still, enough to know better, still. but like he maybe didn't we, know what the movie was. We've all been in the situation, you know what I mean? You're watching like a bit of an uh, I was going to say an adult movie, not that kind of adult movie. You're watching porn with your parents, Ross. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, but you're watching. You're watching. Oh, you know. Uh, oh, no, of, honestly, this one's great. This one's great. Back to this, Dad. No, you're, wa- you're watching an R-rated movie. <laughs> wow! Oh my goodness. <laughs> And, and you know and like you know and then like something comes on like you know like a sex thing something comes on and you have that moment where you're like fucking hell please world swallow me whole and I have to say like kudos to my dad because he had the best thing he would just switch channels but he did it in a way like I'm convinced my dad didn't like movies there's only one movie I saw my dad like enjoy Th- that wasn't a western and that was Dumb and Dumber but like <laughs> and he would just like switch channels <laughs> And he'd like oh, just me. give it like ten minutes and then go back. And I'm sure all parents did that, but he I can't describe it. He did it with such a technique that it was like it just drained the room of tension. Because just, it was like my dad had no time go. for this shite. And it was such yeah. a fucking relief. Oh look, football. There we go. Oh. <laughs> I like that. It's, it's effective. Um so yeah, so it could be worse. You could have watched this movie with a with a woman in the nineties who lived through World War Two. Uh, to to watch scary movies. At least you might VHS. have some fucking insight into like you know, I don't know, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know what we could. What I don't even know what to even what, do now. What, what lessons did we even learn here? This this, this movie the, has, the, the, has, the, the has capstone of me. this podcast and this movie uh, is like you'll laugh. This movie is not not funny, despite what Sam says. This movie is not without humor. <laughs> But it is entirely without subtlety, nuance, um, and care, Merit, I think. Jokes. I think you'll watch this, you'll laugh, and you will be ashamed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else can you or say? I mean, I, you'll I, be I, I completely... just one of your messages, Dave, and he's like, but the truth is, I laughed at this movie several times. I also cringed. <laughs> and I think that's just mm, pitch perfect. I physically flinched. I don't think I've ever physically flinched like that in my life. 
Like genuinely. You know, you know, the, 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 what, what's fun for me is because I'll like if I if I'm if we're gonna watch a movie and like I know in my heart of hearts Sam's gonna fucking hate this. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? And I'll be watching. I'm like, Sam's gonna say something about that. Sam's gonna say something about that. Oh, Sam is gonna hate that. <laughs> well, you need you need you need to note these down, and we can play. Oh, we'll play Sam Bingo podcast Bingo. <laughs> We can do it. We can we can play. We we can play a game where you the... get to pick how many times Sam was offended. Like a Twitter poll. Uh, we'll overlay some music, just like, <laughs> like we just love this bit of... Sam. Can you do like a like? <sighs> just do me that sound. Uh, the side. Just do that like a. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. You were incorrect. Sam did not sigh on this joke. Next time. Uh, what's annoying is that I'm gonna have to go through and add these uh, to the we, we, we could we could recording because bullseye into it then some as well like you know like, oh I fucking hate this movie and then me and Dave can be like well let's have a look at what you could have watched bum 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 <laughs> <laughs> we have Casino Schindler's List you know <laughs> hey we we buried Schindler's List several weeks ago we're never doing that movie we can never it's, do it's, that that's movie. yeah we we have decided that's our never movie because. The boy in the striped pajamas. <laughs> put that in the room. Shit, put that in the vault. There. Put that in the vault. He's got us there. God damn it! All right, Sophie's choice. There it is. <laughs> <laughs>